Hello, my loves, and welcome to the Sensitive Collective Podcast. I am your host and healing mentor, Laura Ann, and I created the Sensitive Collective Podcast to be a space where highly sensitive people and empaths can come to receive guidance, love, and support on their own healing and empowerment journey. Whether it's just with me or with one of my guests, we show up in vulnerability to share our own stories and insights with the intention of creating a network of support for you, dear listener. Because feeling all the feels, healing from past trauma, old patterns, and learning how to navigate and fully step into your sensitivity superpowers can feel confusing and sometimes, honestly, super lonely. But you are not alone. There are more sensitives waking up to the truth of their power and their purpose every single day. The work that you are doing to heal yourself and claim your power is the work that will transform both you and the entire world. And it's why we're here. So join me on this sacred journey of self-discovery, self-love, and self-healing. We'll laugh, we'll cry, and we'll do it all together. I am so happy you're here. Enjoy. It's me, Laura Ann, your host and healing mentor, and I'm inviting you to work with me one-on-one in healing mentorship. This is a beautiful time to really tap into that momentum of new year energy and zest and inspiration and motivation. And this invitation is for you. If you have a sense that it's time, maybe you've been having a little voice in the back of your head, that inner knowing that that the metamorphosis is at hand and that you are ready to step into a new way of showing up, a more empowered way of showing up for yourself and for the people in your life. If this is resonating with you and You want to take more intentional action with support, so not alone, not going through it by yourself, um, to, to healing from your past so that you can create a future that is in true alignment with your soul's essence and, and who you want to be on this earth, then book a discovery call with me. We will have a beautiful opportunity to connect. I will show up and give you all that I can in our time and give you support during that call. And I promise that you will leave feeling more empowered and much more confident in what the right next aligned steps are for you in this season of your life. So if this is resonating, please do book a free discovery call with me. I will love to see you there. And I will link that call in today's show notes. It's a juicy episode today. I loved recording it for you and I hope you find it supportive. Enjoy. Hello, my love, and welcome back to the Sensitive Collective podcast. My name is Laura Ann. I am your host and healing mentor, and I am Absolutely thrilled to be here with you today and to wish you a very happy new year and send you all my warmest blessings for an incredible 2024 to come. 
my year is off to a really amazing start. And, um, you know, I've been really cocooning and I, I managed to get, um, some really, truly some time off over the holiday, which is something that I'm not always great at. I'm really good at, at finding those pockets of time and meeting my need for rest and relaxation and rejuvenation and and recharging my batteries. Uh, It's a a lesson hard learned many times over as a sensitive through the years of my life. Um, And when it comes to really carving out um, periods of time where I'm fully unplugged and I'm not in my work and I'm not um, on the social medias, right? That that is a lot more challenging for me and I am so proud of myself and feeling just really wonderful on the other side of um, having a few days where I really was just totally unplugged. And I hope that you, if you haven't already, that uh, you're going to be able to find some of those days for yourself. Um, All of that to say, I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling I'm incredibly inspired and excited about what it is I'm stepping into, leaning into, and creating in January and in the months to come. And one of the things that I did over the break was this truly epic oracle card spread. Now, I've been feeling more of a call to working with decks, and I'm actually deepening in my um, my relationship with that and uh, will be sitting with a teacher of tarot and, and learning more about um, the tarot deck and how to use that as a tool for um, for self-reflection for starters and then I'm excited to you know weave that into the way that I work with my clients as well as another modality and another, element of support and guidance. But in this epic oracle card spread that I did, it was um, really, really powerful. There were some incredible themes that emerged, and it was through that spread that I was inspired for today's episode topic, which is, you know, really turning your sensitivity superpowers inward on yourself. Um, So often when talking about the powerful, the desirable, you know, the beneficial traits and gifts of being an empath or being a highly sensitive person, uh, we do so, I do so in, in terms of and in reference to how it is we relate to others, right? Our relationship with with others in, in many different realms of life. And yes, that is so valuable. <laughs> it's really um, an, an amazing set of uh, traits and superpowers that we do possess as sensitives and allowing us to better navigate our relationships and the world um, in really deep and meaningful ways. And when we turn those same traits and gifts and superpowers inward towards ourselves, it is truly transformational. In the bath, um, last night I was actually thinking about that epic 
Oracle card spread that I pulled. And as I was thinking about the spread and some of the themes and patterns that were there, and I was sort of like just freewheeling in my mind. I like to do that in the bath. It's just a space where I can just be and feel and allow things to surface into my conscious mind. And as the, I was really open um, and, and I got actually a, a line from one of my angels and they said, yes, it's so great. You are so receptive. When you tune in, it doesn't take much for you to hear what it is we're saying and to connect the dots. And that was that moment of inspiration. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to talk, I have to talk to the sensitive collective about this because <laughs> it's so true for us as sensitives. Um, you know, the gifts and <laughs> my angel kind of chuckled as they were delivering that line. And there was an element of like, um, in the line, when you tune in, it was like <laughs> sort of like a nudge, nudge, wink, wink, like when you actually tune in, <laughs> when you do this work, you do it really well. <laughs> so there was a little bit of that energy as well, but also really like complimentary, celebratory energy um, to to that comment, which I really appreciated too. Um, but the gifts that I have as a sensitive to see the big picture to um, to see to observe the patterns and connect the dots, and and so have those aha moments. The way to the way that I'm able to do that. So often I'm projecting outwards when I'm doing that, and when I turn it inwards towards myself and knowledge of self and really am cultivating that self-awareness and being curious and asking questions and opening myself up to feel and allowing myself to see and feel myself and my truth. It's magic. It is pure magic. And when I do, I always have these revelatory, really big aha moments where I can see the little breadcrumb trail dropped along the path by the universe. I can see those little serendipitous moments. It is so, so clear to me that they are there, what, what they are and their significance and I get inspired and know better what the right next line steps are for myself and what feels good and what's a yes and what's a no. And suddenly, where maybe before there was a questioning and self-doubt and a lack of trust in the journey and a lack of trust in my ability to find and walk the path that is the right aligned path for myself, all of a sudden that melts away and I'm left with this really beautiful certainty, certainty in self, in purpose, in, in that divine guidance that is coming from source, but that is also coming from my soul, from my higher self. All humans have the ability to do this. Every single human has the ability to turn that lens inward towards themselves. 
it takes practice. <laughs> it often will take um, a teacher or a mentor or a guide to kind of show us the ropes, <laughs> to show us uh, some of the tools and the ways that we're able to to turn to turn that lens inward. And when we as sensitives do this, as sensitives, when we do this and we turn that awareness towards ourselves, it plays to our strengths as sensitives with our EQ and our pattern recognition and our ability to read subtle energy and to feel what what resonates. All of these things, when we turn them towards ourselves, look out. (laughs) It's incredibly incredibly powerful and it's scary as hell I want to really honor the truth of that it's incredibly powerful and that power is scary on a few different levels um one especially as you know, people who are in bodies that they or society identify as female, we have really been conditioned and programmed to question our power and to downplay it um, and to be afraid of it. So we have that cultural societal programming. We also get that as sensitives. We get those little lessons reinforced Um and, and it's, you know, little things compounded over time, over time, as well as just, um, you know, stories and programming that we, we receive through the Milo of uh, the Milo of the, you know, the social stories and narratives that exist and teach us how we're meant to be and how we're meant to show up in order to be, you know, valued members of our tribe and of our society. And then on top of that, we have those little personal stories that add up over time to a belief um, really rooted in fear that uh, power is dangerous. And that when we stand in our power, um, we are ridiculed, we are rejected, we are not lovable. There's so many variations of that theme. And (laughs) I talk about that a lot. I feel like we've gone over the the programming piece a lot. I want to shift into something that really comes up for me and something that I'm actively working on currently around this. It's that when it's, it's this fear for me, if I really stand in my power, I won't be able to manage the change and transformation that by definition will follow. And some of that is really deeply ingrained in me as a sensitive Um, because I have a fear of my ability to handle things, right? One of my core limiting beliefs as a sensitive is I can't do it. I'm not capable because I'm sensitive. 
And that plays into this fear of my own power. And something else that comes up, you know, it's it's that knowledge um, that when we when I stand open to receive the the guidance and the the truth of my inner knowing and my intuition and um, you know like being in the space that I was in when I did that oracle card spread, for example, of being really grounded and open and sitting in my power and in vulnerability as well simultaneously to receive the messages that I did for myself, for my guides, from my higher self, from from source, um, that feels so scary because it is the precursor to transformation. It is an essential step on the path of self-evolution, of shifting those inner tectonic plates of self that then creates the capacity for expansion, the capacity for creation, the capacity for transformation, and, and what it is I'm here to do on this earth. And one of the things that comes up is who am I going to be on the other side of that? What am I going to need to change? What is that transformation going to bring into my life? Who am I going to lose? What am I going to lose in myself, right? There's that fear of the unknown. And um, it's it's fucking terrifying. It's, and, and I want to really validate that and normalize that if that's something that you're experiencing at this time you know I'm in this space right now I'm like buzzing with um, energy I am just vibrating off the charts with excitement and inspiration and creativity and I am super plugged in right now and I am also equal parts scared out of my mind. <laughs> and that's okay. We can hold both of those things within ourselves. Um, and I really want to, I really want to call that out today because so often we only see, um, you know, in, in the storytelling that happens on social media and um, in, in podcasts and, and in TV shows and in movies, we only see like the the polished pieces, um, and it's like, no, that that isn't just because I'm feeling inspired. It doesn't mean I'm also not scared shitless, right? I can be both of those things simultaneously, and very often we, you know, it's it's those it's that light and dark, right? It's the the two sides of of the same coin, and it's not about denying one to um, propagate the other. It's about embracing the whole with love, with compassion, with awareness, with curiosity, and taking action anyway. It's a very valuable tangent. <laughs> I felt like it was really important to bring up as I was going through this. Um, when we're, we're circling back to turning our sensitivity superpowers 
on ourselves and, and turning that inward. Um, one of the fears that comes up with that is if I create that space and if I step into my power and I have those aha moments, that means I will have to transform and change. It's kind of like, um, you know, when you have something going on within yourself and maybe the way you're showing up in your own life or in your job or maybe the way a partner is showing up with you in a relationship and you have that friend or that family member who really knows you and sees you um, and gets you and you find yourself withholding details (laughs) when you're sharing things with them because you know If I tell this person X, Y, Z, it makes it real and I know I can't hide from it anymore. And again, I want to normalize that. I think we all do that. Um, And it's not just with other people that we do that. We do that with ourselves. Sensitives, we are really, really good (laughs) with self-denial and um, finding ways to numb and distract ourselves because we have sensitivity superpowers. So there's this kind of, the thing is we're, we're really good at it, we're hiding from it, and it's still always there just because we're not looking at it, right? Ostrich head in the sand, it never works. even if we've convinced ourselves in the moment that it's it's working. Um, and so it's always going to be there energetically affecting us in the undercurrents of um, mind, body, and, and spirit and the reality of that internal landscape. And this is why creating a practice around self-reflection is so powerful as a sensitive um, because that builds our capacity to turn our sensitivity superpowers inward towards ourselves. And it makes it less scary because just like anything, the more we do it, the more we start to understand, oh, if I do this, I'm not going to die, right? Which is kind of what our nervous system is feeling. Um, You know, if I do this, you know, am I going to be rejected? Am I going to be, um, you know, unlovable? Am I going to be kicked out from the community and, you know, die wandering alone in the dark and scary woods? Like that's kind of our biology, our, our nervous system wiring. That is the signal that we're getting and that's why it feels so damn scary. Um, so know that that is totally normal. And you have the ability to increase your capacity to experience that discomfort and to um, increase the resiliency of your own nervous system. So you can go to that space of being scared and realize I'm taking action and I'm not dying. So, okay, the next time I feel this, I have a little bit more confidence and a little bit more surety that I can, in fact, do this. 
And the more we practice it, the easier access we have to that ability. And there's a spectrum. Meet yourself where you're at. Meet yourself where you're at. If, (laughs) I'm just thinking, thinking back and like putting my hand on my heart and sending her so, so much love. This is not set in judgment. Um, 25-year-old Laura Ann was a hot mess express. (laughs) Oh my God. I love her so much. She was doing the best she could where she was at with what she had. And 25-year-old Laura Ann did not have the capacity that 41-year-old Laura Ann has and that I have in this moment. So if 25-year-old Laura Ann had tried to do some of the stuff that I'm doing now, it it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have stuck. It wouldn't have been where I was. And it was the little things that 25-year-old me did that over time then, you know, increased my capacity. So 28-year-old Laura was able to do something a little bit more and and so on and so on and so forth. And it built on top of itself and, and that capacity increased over time. Um, so, you know, be really honest with yourself and be super compassionate with yourself. That compassionate honesty element is so, so key here um, to just feel into, you know, what do I, where am I at? Like, does it feel like, you know, for me, where I'm at, I'm really ready to deepen in my spiritual practice. And one of my intentions for 2024 is deepening connection. It's a theme. <laughs> this is also an intention that I set last year for myself. Um, and so I'm running with it moving forward. And deepening connection with myself, deepening connection with source, with uh, with a lover, with friends, with family, um, with community. And um, and it is a huge priority for me. It's a, it's a really major focus in my life right now. And so for me, um, having a daily self-reflective practice that's fairly substantial meets me where I'm at. It's in right alignment with what it is I want to do, who I want to be, what I want to create. Um, and so I'm dedicating a, a pretty sizable chunk of time in my daily life to self-reflection, to turning my sensitivity superpowers inwards towards myself. And for me, that makes sense. Um, you know, for a single mom who is just starting on her journey and, you know, barely has any time for herself and is sort of at her wit's end and has never had a self-reflective practice, trying to do what I'm doing is not going to be the right fit. (laughs) And it's going to feel misaligned. It's going to feel frustrating, demotivating, and um, ultimately not something that she's going to be able to consistently show up for and it's just going to fall by the wayside. So for her, this fictitious character that I'm imagining, um, maybe it's once a week 
taking a bath and giving ourselves 20, giving herself 20 minutes in the bath, um, free from distraction to just tune in to herself. And it's okay if she falls asleep in the bath, right? <laughs> like it's okay if, you know, her mind wanders. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be you meditating on a hilltop every single day for it to be a really powerful, valuable, self-reflective practice. That's sort of the moral of this story. So it's just feeling into where are you now? What are your core values? What is it that you really want to lean into? And what is it you have the capacity for at this time? Knowing that that can and will change in both directions, continuously throughout life. That's just the way that it works, right? We're not living in a vacuum. Um, our capacity is going to increase and decrease through the cycles of time and life as, as we move forward. But in this moment, what do you have the capacity for? And how can you invite more self-reflection into your life so that you can utilize your sensitivity superpowers to empower yourself. You know, it really, and again, it's sort of like my, my little angel chuckling, like, oh, when you, when you bother to tune in, you, you're really great with this. I promise you, you are too. And maybe you already know that. And maybe you've, you've had some really great experiences with self-reflection and you're like, yes, I want to dive in. And maybe you just have a hunch that probably you would be. And wherever you are in between those two things, um, I promise you that when you start to show up with more consistency, whatever the frequency looks like, but when you start to show up with more intention and consistency around turning your sensitivity superpowers towards yourself in acts of self-reflection, it is going to be an absolute game changer. And it's going to feel scary. <laughs> and that's okay. It's going to feel really good and it's going to scare the shit out of you. <laughs> Probably at the same time. So what I can leave you with around this, all of the worst case scenario, doomsday ruminating and worrying that past versions of myself did, consciously and subconsciously, right? Because sometimes the fears are really in our face and it's like a movie in our mind about the worst possible way it could play out. Very often it has to do with relationships that we're really scared aren't going to be able to hold space for the growth and transformation that we know we're ready for and that we want to call in to ourselves and to our life. And sometimes it's fear that is unnamed yet still very powerfully there under the surface. So whether, and everything in between, um, but again, that fear of the unknown, the fear of what will happen, um, all of the worry and the fear 
that I have had about the future, circling around my growth and transformation, pales in comparison to the reality of my experience of going through it. So I'm not sure if I'm verbalizing this well. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Did some of the things that I was afraid of happen? Yes. And they needed to. Was some of it hard? Was some of it painful? Yes. And some of it was blissful and just divine and and exuberant and joyful and oh, like I don't even know that I have the language to to explain to to share with you the transcendent nature of the journey and and that it's worth it <laughs> it's worth all of it I promise you that. I also really believe that life is happening for us. And we can do hard things. And that's part of the journey of healing as a sensitive. It's something that I'm still healing and working on within myself is letting go of the fear-based story that I have around my ability, my capability to, to do hard things and to manage, to manage success, to manage and navigate the world as a sensitive. So I'm still on this journey. I'm right here with you. <laughs> it's a wild ride. Wouldn't trade it for anything. It's why we're here. And I really have this sense that in 2024, um, timelines are collapsing. And if you've been feeling a call to deepen your relationship with yourself and step into more intentional transformation, please consider this episode a sign of confirmation for you that that now is the time. That is a, a very palpable energy in the collective right now. Um, and January is going to be a, uh, I hesitate to use the word productive because I'm like <laughs> mildly allergic to that word and the way that society uses it. Um, let's let's use this. January is going to be a very fruitful month. So any energy that an intention that you are planting and taking uh, taking action around is going to bear fruit pretty quickly for you. Thank you for joining me here and bringing in the new year together. Um, I 
would encourage you to reach out to me with any questions that you have. I would love to hear from you, um, especially if this episode has given you any aha moments yourself um, and has really resonated. I, I love to hear from you. So um, with that said, I will close out as I always do with a reminder to my 25-year-old self, <laughs> to my current self, and to you, my love. You're doing the best you can where you're at, with what you've got, and I love you.